This WebmasterRadio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. Today's forecast calls for 6 to 12 inches and temperatures will only be in the teens overnight, so bundle up and... Imagine, you're planning your end-of-year reports, planning for next year. What are you going to do to monetize more in 2011? We're going to have clear and sunny skies with a perfect day of weather for everyone coming to AFCON 2010. Warm up your marketing strategies this December in our winter oasis for affiliate marketers. AFCON 2010 Florida, December 8th through 10th at the Fairmont Turnberry Isle Resort in Aventura, Florida. Sign up now at AFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Accessing. State of search. Live from Europe. Welcome to the home of the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Welcome to the state of search. Our hosts scope the entire search marketing space from Berlin to Bucharest, London to Lisbon, the Silicon Valley and beyond. Search marketers from around the world discuss the latest headlines and issues in search engine marketing, social media, and more. WebmasterRadio.fm presents State of Search with your hosts, Boss Vandenbeld and Roy Hoiskies. <laughs> this is old school. Boss, were, you, cool. were you thinking about Search Cowboys? Because Webmaster Radio might have picked something up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good evening, everybody. It's the State of Search Show. And uh, I'm Boss Van Abel with me, Roy Heiskes. And uh, you're hearing that tune probably because uh, we, we were just saying before the show, we missed our birthday uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, on August 20th, it was a year ago, that first time we uh, did a show on Webmaster Radio, the, the, the two of us. Uh, back then, it was called Search Cowboys. And uh, ever since... Uh, um, I think March this year it's State of Search and uh, I still love doing it how about you Roy? Oh still love ranting getting more rantier every week I guess so yeah. uh, I'm still having fun <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a lot I mean, of fun it's getting better and, uh, I'm glad uh, we can, uh, we, we're sticking around here and uh, uh, doing this show also uh, uh, with a great crew of uh, Webmaster Radio of course um, so it's uh, Tuesday night uh, it's a big night for Roy because his team is playing in the Champions League for the first time so that's got to be interesting oh, for him. Oh, Roy, you just have to <laughs> He's going to be nervous all through this show now, and um, uh, well, um, we're we're done doing this show alone. We're having a, a guest along with us, and um, well, and you know, when you visit a birthday, you can you can tell a lot about somebody's friend, uh, somebody by looking at how his friends are. Well, I've I've visited the International Search Summit, and I've spoke to, spoken there, and um, what struck me was that everybody in the organization and everybody in uh, speaking was so very nice. And then it occurred to me that there has something to do with the man organizing it, <laughs> Mr. Andy Atkins-Kruger. Hello, Andy. Are you there? <laughs> Hi, Baz. Thank you very Hi. much. That's a very, very kind thing to say. 
Well, that's uh, uh, true, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we've always enjoyed having you along as well, Baz, so that, that must mean that you two are nice. Oh, thank and, you very much, uh, And okay. you, you, have always, you have always done extremely well as far as um, audience feedback is concerned, so we look well, forward to good. you again. Maybe they, f- maybe they feel sorry for me, but uh, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> I think they may mainly sit in the audience in sheer amazement at um, <laughs> some, some of the things that you've revealed about the Netherlands and culture there, uh, in particular. That, 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 was fun, that actually, session yeah. went really well. Yeah, that was really fun. I did a presentation on how the Dutch uh, culture is different from uh, any other uh, country in Europe, actually, um, and that you have to, to keep in mind um, which differences there are, uh, so yep. that you have to uh, have a well-optimized website. And uh, I spoke about everything Holland really has. I spoke about uh, uh, well the red light districts, and I spoke about people uh, trying to uh, keep their curtains closed when it's dinner time. So that was fun. Yeah. Um, Mr. Andy uh, Atkins Kruger, for those who uh, uh, don't know him, um, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I ju- what I just said, I really mean it. I think you're one of the nicest people out there. Maybe you can uh, introduce yourself a little. Um, we work together a little bit with WebCertain, but maybe yeah. you can introduce yourself to uh, uh, the audience. Well, uh, yeah, sure. I, I, I've been working in uh, international marketing since I left university. Um, started life as a linguist, um, studied in various countries and uh, ended up working my way through PR and various things. And then somebody invented CompuServe and became a CompuServe addict. Um <laughs> Not long after that, launched a website uh, for the company I was uh, the marketing manager for um, in four languages and couldn't find anybody to promote it, and so ended up creating a company to go and do it, and I've been there ever since. Are, are you, because you said you're a linguist, uh, are you a natural in, in languages? Because I remember the first time we talked, you started talking in Dutch to me, which surprised me hugely. Yeah. Um, well, uh, my father, you know, these things very often go back to parenthood. And my father worked for an Italian company and traveled a lot. Um, and we also had um, sort of uh, visitors who stayed with us for long periods who were Italian. So I was exposed to Italian very early on. <laughs> and, um, so I, I don't know whether it's all about, I mean, I think that every child has the gift of learning a language. I think I was just lucky that I was introduced to it when I was very young, basically. Okay. Oh, that's good. We're going to be talking about a lot of international stuff later on in the uh, in the show um, because uh, you have a lot of international experience. You, uh, as said, you organize the International Search Summit, which is which is a show all about international search, and yeah. uh, um, which is also now connected to the SMX shows. So we'll yeah. talk about that um, a bit later yeah. on. But as all the shows in uh, on on the Webmaster Radio channel have done this week, we have to talk. <laughs> At least a little bit about uh, what's been happening in the past week, and one thing, one thing in particular, which kind of stressed out a lot of people. I uh, I saw on the web, uh, Google Instant. Um, Roy, please give me your first rant on this. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I was just blanked out a little bit. Now, the first thing is I'm not going to optimize for well uh, letters and stuff like that. I mean, people start reading and start listening to what they said on on the keynote and look at what you see. It's not about the first letter. It's about the keyword that gives you the query back. Oh, that's the first thing. Uh, I think the whole part of Steve Rubel saying, well, the the whole, uh, well, this kills SEO. Uh, I'm sick and tired of hearing that story as well. 
I mean, I yeah. think every SEO is by now. Yeah. Please go. <laughs> close, the, <laughs> close the lights. If you, close the door and the lights. Shut the lights down. If you're leaving the building, it's fine with me. I'll have a party on my own then. It's no problem. If you don't believe in search, go away. Just start doing being a social media guru or whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, just don't don't keep writing crap stuff like that on the internet, <laughs> please. But then again, well, they have to do what they have to do. I just don't agree with that. Well, there's one thing we, we both saw on a, on a Dutch website today, and that I think we both agreed on. Um, what was it? Uh, the comment I made was that um, they said, "Well, maybe uh, SEOs should be explaining a little bit more because people are saying this." And then I said, "Well, maybe uh, those kind of people like Steve Rubel should be listening to experts for a change." Yeah, I mean uh, the whole yeah. The, 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 I commented just commented when I got back today on, on it on it and. Well, Leo Laporte did the same thing. Uh, he just started running on SEOs, regurgitating crap he read from the internet from from other IT people who don't know shit, are still thinking in SEO as as, as if people who write um, text with 25% keyword density or, or something stupid like that. It's just something completely different in, in, in these days, and they're so way off with their opinion. You know, you know the, the the funny thing, Roy, is that uh, before I worked in search, I used to work in the PR industry, public relations. In fact, I ran a, a PR agency for, for a number of years, and we spent all of our time in the PR industry defending PRs, and uh, you know, uh, highlighting the fact that we were serious people and providing a serious service. Funnily enough, that seems to have become the norm now. People accept PR. I think the problem with SEO is it's still pretty new and it's not very well understood. But the things that people say about SEOs are exactly the same kind of things that they used to say about PR people. Yeah, and, it's, and, it's, and, it's, and what they're going to be saying about social media people yeah. in a couple of years. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, then, then again, the trans- it all has to do with transparency and understanding of, of the medium and, yeah. and, and the channel you're working in. And, and as long as that's not transparent or people are not willing to, to take time for it, because I think that's even a bigger problem, because it's not that difficult anymore. Google is pretty open about it. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of SEOs are pretty open about it. I mean, a lot of a lot of good SEOs are just saying, "Well, you need to get links, and you just have to build a good, decent website." I mean, we can try to make it very hard and very sounding very difficult with using crap stuff like late and the rich lit blah blah. I mean, we could we could make it sound really bad, but on the other hand, it's not about it's not that difficult to do if you just keep using common sense. Mm. And just keep uh, keep promoting it in a positive way. I, I heard your show. I think it was uh, last week when you were talking about latent semantic indexing and that, that other one, latent some latent something or other. Yeah, and I couldn't help. Location. Yeah, yeah, the richets, whatever it is. And I couldn't help thinking. Uh, here we go. This is the SEO industry coming out with SEO bullshit to to make the customers think that we're cleverer than they are. Yeah, that's, that's uh, the whole... And that, and I don't I think those kind of things help with that. No, we have to just have to say, right, it means hard enough for people to write good good, good content for a website. Uh, today I was talking with a customer and I said, well, actually, the next time I'm going to take on a project from, from day one, I'm going to ask him to write all the content first. Just, I mean, I'm going to put up keyword, uh, put up a keyword reef in the site structure, write me all the content, and afterwards we're going to design it. Before that, I'm not going to design, not going to interaction anything just because of the use I mean the, the content is what's it about and, and that's serving a lot of stuff and if there needs to be a video in there we're going to put a video in there but it's just I mean it should be focusing about the content because most projects I'm running it's always yeah, we got the great design we got good videos we got nice 
stock images or something like that. Oh yeah, and we, and we need somebody to write the content. Can we hire somebody from, well, you know, pick a country and just keep writing a lot of keyword text? Oh, well, those are the people, <laughs> those are your sales pages. <laughs> Maybe you should focus a little bit more on that. Yeah. It's putting the uh, it's not putting the product high enough uh, up in terms of importance. It's a bit like saying, let's build a factory, let's put all the machines in, let's get some marketing going. By the way, what are we making? Yeah, I, I agree on that, and, and that, that should be something 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 different. And, and at least when you're starting out, I mean, it's sure, it, can imagine it's not that sexy to do. I mean, I'm not fond of writing a lot of content as well. Actually, I'm not even, I'm not remotely fond fond of writing content. But I mean, it it is important though, and then. It is what we're about. Yep, true. And in the chat room, um, while uh, um, while I'm saying that, if you're listening live to the show, please join us in the chat room because you can uh, uh, talk to us there and uh, ask questions and stuff like that. Uh, in the chat room, we've got uh, one of our regular guests who's also been on the show before, uh, Mr. Uh, Merch Brewer. Um, he says that... Um, uh, everybody offers SEO, and, uh, and SEO companies are a lot aggressive, a lot more aggressive, like than the social media uh, companies out there. Um, I, I don't really agree to that, to be honest. I think that there's not, not a really big difference between the bad SEO, so to speak, and the bad social media uh, companies out there. What do you? What's your take on that, Roy? Uh, sorry. Um, the connection for me is really bad, and I'm figuring out if it's on my part. So, okay. just leave me alone for a second. I'll be right back <laughs> with you if I'm hearing if I'm hearing you right again. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so Andy, <laughs> what's your yeah. take on the difference between SEOs and and, and social media people? Well, uh, you know, as as I was just saying, uh, I was in uh, I was a journalist at one point. I was in advertising. I was then in PR. Um, now I'm in, in search. Uh, social media is coming up on the horizon. Um, who, who knows what the next marketing technique will be? Um, but at the end of the day, that's what they all are. They're all about communicating with potential customers. Um, okay, social media people will say, yeah, but there's engagement and there's all these other you know issues to deal with. But of course, we said that in the PR world. So. Um, I don't think it's I don't think it's really about uh, anything that human beings have not done before it's more about the fact that the connections are becoming electronic and virtual uh, and people are communicating in different ways and that uh, yeah people need to advise on that um and I think it it'll it's something that we just need to get used to and learn about and sure it's moving very fast and that can make it difficult but uh you know it it is about human nature at the end of the day yeah, I totally agree on that. The funny thing is, I, I, I spoke to this person this morning who, who wanted some um, social media advice, and he he's been he um, he told me that he had hired a company, and he paid about five hundred or six hundred euros. To, he said to get us started into into social media. I was like, okay, to get you started. What do you mean by that? And then it turned out that that company only registered them for Twitter, Facebook and all the different social media sites and that was it. So no yeah. strategy, nothing. Uh, which kind of reminded me of, of, of the, the, well, the bad SEO companies who um, uh, just... Yeah, but hold, hold on, Baz. Hold on, Baz. Directories. Yeah, but that company might well have been providing a good service because um, they might well have been making sure that, that that guy's identity or identities were protected and reserved on various different social media sites, which True. could well if, be if, 
Yeah. You know, it's it's just as likely that the client didn't understand what he was what he was getting into as it is that the company provided a service that wasn't appropriate. Yeah, totally true. But if if that's what they're selling, if they're selling, yeah. we're going to claim all your names and and we're going to be uh, claiming your name, so so to be sure that they they don't steal it away from you. Absolutely. But it told them uh, they were going to help him get started in social media and right. uh, uh, help him out and explain stuff to him. And that's the right. same thing which I see a lot in both social media and and which I used to see a lot more in search. But I think that's really changing in the, over the, at least over the past couple of well, years um, that people are not explaining what they're going to be doing for the client and I think that is changing yeah. at least in search it is yeah uh, which is a good thing speaking from an agency perspective we, we, I think we had more clients years ago where they simply wanted to buy uh, SEO and rankings and uh, we would then do whatever was necessary um, to provide them with that service whereas now it's much more about providing them with details of what we're going to do and how we're going to do it and a much more transparent approach but that is in, in some ways led by client demand the clients understand SEO more and they want to be involved in the decision making about the tactics that are used I think the problem with social media is that it's still a bit of a fog <laughs> Yeah, that's true. It's a fog is a good name for it, as people don't know what that, what it's all about. Yeah, yeah I, I, I totally agree, and and that's still the same with the. Uh, uh, um, well, it used to be the same with search, and I think that's changing a little. And uh, anyway, um, it's time for our first break, and uh, we're going to be back after the break and uh, talk about some international stuff. Uh, today, we're joined by Mr. Andy Atkins Kruger, uh, so stick with us, and uh, we'll be right back after the break. State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-server solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. $250,000 in cash prizes and all year long revenue share is what you can win when you enter the 2010 Internet Marketing World Cup competition. 
All competitors are rigorously screened to ensure the best competition and the best possible results. Before you tell others how to make it work for them, prove that your system actually works. Build your reputation in the competition that puts your system to the test and proves you are the best of the best. Sign up at www.internetmarketingworldcup.com. That's www.internetmarketingworldcup.com. Registration ends soon, so put your system to the test today. Traffic. Leads. Money. Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're listening to State of Search on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. So, welcome back to the second part of the State of Search show. Uh, we're joined today by Mr. Andy Atkins Kruger, and um, we were, uh, before the break, discussing, uh, well, we're not really discussing Google Instant, uh, Google Instant, but we're actually more discussing about how people look at search companies. Um, and do you guys have anything left to say about Google Instant, or is everything sad in the past week? Uh, Andy, for example. Yeah, well, I... Uh, the the one thing that I would be worried about if I was Google is giving a product the name Instant, which reminds me of coffee granules, um, you know, and, and not and not real full filtered coffee. And whilst that might be, be great in the English speaking world, I can imagine the French and the Germans thinking, hmm, I want a, I want my real coffee. Um, the, the the other on a serious note though, the one thing that uh, okay, call me a cynic, but uh, the one question that went through my mind uh, was. Uh, I was at a Bing um, consultation in London some some months ago, and there was a debate over the search share of Bing in the, in the UK. And I remember that uh, some members of the the group that were there were uh, criticising or um, suggesting, shall we say, that some of the headline tips that you get on the MSN screen um, actually click through to searches on Bing, and are okay. one of the reasons one of the reasons why Bing's um, search share figures have been inflated. And I was looking at Google Instant and I'm thinking, yeah, okay, so what happens now is when Nielsen and Comscore and all these people with panels and Hitwise are tracking the search share, every search with 26 characters is going to result in 26 searches. What's that going to do to the search volume share by comparison with Bing? You know, I'm sure that's not what's in Google's mind, but uh, it's nonetheless... Uh, an interesting question. Yeah, it is. To how, it's, how it affects the... Because effectively, a 26-character search would be 26 pages of results that were generated. So 26 searches. Yeah, yeah. good point. I hadn't, I hadn't really thought about that. It's, it's true. Uh, and probably even more with sentences and people uh, using backspace and stuff like that. So... Well, we're, we're going to yeah. have to wait and see the first right. number. Yeah, we're going to have to see the first numbers which Comscore is going to give out after the. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm actually more curious about the revenue numbers, which is just going to make them money because I think this is going to make them a lot more money. Because people tend to click on uh, on paid ads more, you think? No, I think the the, the long the long tail yeah. principle will change because I think um, people will find uh, the, the 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 result they're looking for. Uh, faster 
and on a shorter keyword probably because there's always there's always there's already a result. Uh, they're gonna pick start picking up the more mid-tail keywords instead, not not the really big ones like holiday and and and, and hotel and poker, but like the the two two words three words. And this is also one of the reasons why Google did it because they, they, now they can cache care queries. This this is why it's so really fast because they can cache stuff up. If they can cache it, it's premature uh, queries, which um, understates the 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 whole idea of getting 43. I think it was percent of different queries, new queries every day again. Uh, when that happens, a lot of long tail is going to disappear. And where does, does do a lot of people make money? In the long tail. Because this is what they still can afford. Uh, the mid- but is, isn't it also the case, Roy, that, that what, what it does is it increases Google's inventory? It, it, the, the, in other words, the space they have to show ads. Because if you're typing through a search and there's multiple pages shown and that means multiple ads are going to flash in front of the eyes of the the person that's looking at the screen they might see an ad en route that wasn't actually where they were going but still click on it because they think it's interesting so it could actually increase their revenue from that perspective too from an inventory perspective agree agree and you get multiple touch points for you can do a better keyword journey uh, just to say like that so I think that there's a lot of ways they can make money with this and even if it's only just uh, 1.1 or uh, 0.01 uh, cents each query, it's going to make a lot, a lot of each each paid query. Let's say like that, it's going to be a lot of money in the end. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of queries on Google for that, for that matter. And and, and I think really think this is one of the, the issues that it's already it's also happening. I mean, a lot of people are just realizing now that this they they have to pay a little bit more for the midterms. And I mean, if you you close up that field, the competition gets harder and, and the prices will rise. So I think <laughs> it's it's going to be a really good money maker. So I'm pretty curious about those numbers as well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, by the way, good point made in the chat room uh, by Melvin is that when you type faster uh, in Google Instant, it's not working. So um, it, just type, type fast and you won't see anything changing. No, I agree. And it, it's, it, it, it only counts as a query, I think, when you have it, let it rest for three seconds in, in Google. Three seconds, uh, that's quite a long time. I think it, it, I think it was three, three seconds before they count it. But I have to that look is, it up. But I that think is quite a long time. So one, two, three. Oh, you don't get that. Then, then, then the problem yeah. of the... If my mom's and, and this is this is all with my check. If my mom's looking at it, she's gonna have to take three seconds to watch over the first three, four, five results. If there actually are, are still five results there, which is something I think we're gonna discuss as well. That, that's that's probably the, the the amount of time it takes my dad to look from his keyboard yeah. to its screen. So yeah, that's what I, I mean. <laughs> three seconds is fair enough. And well, I, I don't have any doubt that Google can adjust that time as well if they if they feel like it. True. <laughs> it, true. They don't care about it that much. I, I wonder if it's actually going to prove uh, confusing for novice searchers. You know, people who've not, you know, relatively new to searching, and uh, they start doing a search, and all of a sudden they've got search results appearing in front of them, and they're not quite sure what those search results relate to. I actually think how many people can really type blind. And I mean, if I look at my, my dad again, or my mom, and my mom does type light though, but my, my dad is to use the two finger, the two finger system. Mm. And, and it, it's gonna take three seconds to hit each keystroke. And by the time he looks up, there's already a really good, uh, by the time he looks up to, ch to check if he, he wrote uh, the good word and he didn't make any, any grammar errors, 
and there's already a result there. So he said, "Well, yeah. did I click? Did I click it?" Mm. And he's going to yeah. he's going to be. I think if he's the people who make a lot of typos, going to be annoyed by it. Yeah, I think it's going to be uh, affecting especially the ad stuff too. Because for example, if you type in website and you just stop typing, then it pushes down the results, so you'll only see uh, the three. Uh, um, uh, ads on top, and then you see Wikipedia, and then you see website.com, and that's it. So, um, and then you see all the ads on the side. So you only got two organic results in your screen, which is going to be less. I wrote about that today. There's some tests out there uh, found in, in the field that uh, Google's testing out four ads on top, and even pages where there are only three organic results in the entire page. I think that's going to be a lot bigger impact if they do that. Uh, than the Google Instant. I, I personally don't think that that will stick or that they'll go very far with that. I think that's more to do with um, filling in when there isn't any content to display because uh, I'm sure we can all remember the days when Ask was in the position of having uh, multiple ads uh, mm -hmm. appearing ab ab above the results and it didn't do them much good in terms of giving them, uh, you know, um, positive vibes with their users or attracting sure. additional search share. The tests, the Google, tests actually Google are with very, very careful. Yeah, so they have Google to be very, very careful, careful to watch over. They have to be because, well, the tests they're doing are not on searches, which are, uh, well, they have to fill up the page or anything. It's, it's pretty big keywords. But um, I'm afraid if they do that, they'll probably, well, they, 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 they'll go the ask way, as you said, yeah, which is, yeah. is not the right way to go. No. Uh, I, actually, uh, uh, I mean, uh, Google knows that 80% that of their clicks lands on, on their informative stuff. And I think they only do, well, the images, the Google Maps, if it really makes it better, because they are really good at targeting it. Really good. Well, <laughs> better than most. Let's say like that. They're pretty good at, at targeting it at, at the right queries, at the right gesture from the query, and with the right. Uh, um, well, it does does this result page live up to the query? I mean, they they just keep testing it, mm. and and I think that the numbers will prove um, them right or wrong in this case. And I actually think if there is a Google Map. Uh, and there, there are images from there, uh, from the results that I saw. That was, I think it was Seoul or, or North Korea or something like that. Yeah, Seoul. Yeah, that one. And I mean, it was it was a pretty pretty decent result page actually. Well, no, it's got three results. It's got Wikipedia. It's got uh, how many more? How many more are you going to click upon? I mean, how many more do you need? There's there's a map in there. There's images in there. There's two videos and three results. It's fine. It's, it's yeah, yeah, but but don't, don't you think that what users are, are looking for is a, a, an organisation, i.e., Google, to help them understand what's out there and what their choices are, and that when that organisation is reducing the choices, then it's no longer the same kind of foraging and trying to find things and understand things, um, and that they're going to feel a bit disappointed. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I think I think people are looking for. It's like. Shoe shops, you know, people go and buy from shoe shops in the part of town where there are lots of shoe shops because they want to be able to wander around all the different ones and see what shoes are there. They yeah, don't but want they always, to be told they that shoe shop that's the best. Yeah, but they always succeed in a shoe shop that has a limited amount of shoes in there and not all the shoes they can find. 
it's not in the bigger shops they succeed, it's always in the small ones. Actually, we all know from conversion optimization, if you have three results, it's better than, well, not it's not a, a handwritten rule, but if you have three results, it's going to be better than 12 in a row. It's just not, it's, it's harder to choose from. And I think yeah, but three, three it, is it, okay. It, it, and there, yeah. it's not a three choices, it's three choices and all the other stuff. I mean, it's three choices, three choices, and as well a map, and as well some images and some videos. And no, if you're no, looking no, no. For it's it's only uh, it's only sole uh, map with a couple of images next to it, which or which are in in the Google Maps, and it's mm-hmm. three results and 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 a couple of search related searches. Oh, okay, search related. I thought it was videos, but uh, no. Which I mean, means that uh, that's going to increase the search share a lot more because people are going to be clicking on search related to sole. Yeah, that's, that's good. I mean, this is the way Google can can help them find a better result, and maybe this is this is something they're going to try out. Maybe if I can help them with uh, suggesting better queries, uh, in this way, I mean, uh, the same as as the Google Instant. If I can help them, why not? Um, I'm I'm pretty sure that it's not um, that they're well, they're really protective about their their. Their business. I mean, the first business they still have, and and it's gonna keep keep for a, a long time. It, it's still search, and the the content in which they can place ads in is the or- informative, organic results, and not anything else. And I'm I'm pretty sure that they're pretty careful with that. No, I'm sure they're going to be careful with it. But if but the the way it looks now, it's I think it's dangerous. But um, I want to be uh, moving on a little bit to another subject. Um, we're gonna, well, stick a little little bit with the soul part because we were talking just before uh, the show. At least Annie and I were chatting over uh, Skype for a second, and then Annie, you told me you walked into a glass door in Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, I, I <laughs> tell me about that. And, and uh, the, the pool was floodlit, and the door exiting the, or going into the changing rooms from the swimming pool wasn't. So, you know, I was a little bit annoyed with this and decided to hit it with my head to try and open it and cause myself rather a nasty nosebleed, to say the least. <laughs> so we're thinking, well, there's another Brit who's going to be trashing our hotel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, I hope you're all right, but um, uh, tell us a little bit about what you did in Hong Kong, because uh, I think that's interesting too. Well, uh, actually, my, the main purpose of my uh, trip was uh, China. I was I spent, I spent last week in uh, what, what sort of deepest China, certainly somewhat off the beaten track, um, to talk with partners over there, but also to look at what's going on in the Chinese search market from a, a Chinese perspective. Um, which was fascinating and you know you, you got a slightly different view of, of what's been going on with both Google's um, fallout with the, with the Chinese government and with um, a recent um, issue between Alibaba and, um, and Yahoo as well. I mean the, the whole scene in, in the Far East um, is beginning to check, well at, at present it's changing shape faster than, than it actually is in the West. There's a lot more new things going on and a lot more sort of jockeying for position. Um, Obviously, we've seen Yahoo Japan adopting Google's pay-per-click and and Google's results, despite the fact that Bing is actually, or Microsoft is is the partner for Yahoo elsewhere in the world. So there's quite quite a bit of politicking and, um, like I say, I think one one of the things that's happening is that the Microsoft Yahoo Alliance has really pulled the carpet from under a lot of the structures and alliances in in Asia, and that's that's making things get shuffled around and changed 
but you know, from our point of view, it's great because there's something interesting to talk about. Yeah, uh, you wrote a post on it, on uh, um, or at least on uh, search scene in, in Asia on uh, Search Engine Land. Um, I've, I've I just did, yeah. Put the, I put the link in the chat room, and will also be in the uh, uh, show notes. Um, are you? Um, people are saying sometimes, okay, the Far East, so China, that's that's the country where you have to be. That's where everything is going to be happening. Uh, now you've been there. Is that also your view on it? Uh, well, the reason I was there was because China, to us as a business, is extremely important, as is Russia. Both both of them are, are markets that we uh, do much more, as a, as a business, do much, much more work in than, than others because there's a little there's a little bit more advice and help required for those markets than, say, the, the, the French market or the German market, although we do work in those as well. Um, so, yes, I mean, China is very important. And uh, I think the... The, the size and scale of China is just beyond uh, imagination. It's it's so difficult to comprehend what's going on there. But at the same time, it's a it's a bit of a risk. You know, there's I think one of the mistakes that people make when they're rolling out their international campaigns is that they they go and do China, or they go and do Germany, or they go and do Russia. And mm. um, actually, that's not really how businesses tend to roll out. They tend to roll out via big cities. So, you know, if you're going to go and market in China, you're probably going to hit Beijing and Shanghai first. Um, in, in Russia, St. Petersburg and Moscow and, you know, other, other large cities. Um, rather than, and the same applies for Brazil and India, you know, it's, it tends to be the big cities where things are going to happen first. Um, so I, I think people need to think in a way. Another post on Search Engine Land I wrote recently. I think people need to start thinking about not taking on a, a whole market, but actually picking on an area and targeting their product or service. Um, unless they're a, you know, a global brand and they just want to do branding and get awareness everywhere, which is mostly not what businesses want. They actually want to sell product to potential customers and they've got the logistical operation to figure out as well. So, um, you know, I think people need to think about city marketing globally almost. Yeah, true. Uh, I think that's uh, if you look at Europeans, that might be caused the, the the way of thinking might be caused because of uh, the, the, a lot of different European countries. But um, as yeah. you said, uh, the, so so that's probably why they um, well they, they they look at China as being one of the countries like it like in Europe. So that's probably not the right way to go. Um, yeah. is, is your company going to be uh, actually trying to get business in in China? Uh, well, we, we certainly do already have, um, uh, you know, business in, in the Chinese market. We also have business in, in Asia generally. We have partners in that part of the world that use our services um, to market businesses to, the, to, to Europe and, and to Latin America in particular. So, um, yeah, we, we, we sort of, um, we're international, but that means we have customers coming in from different parts of the world and we're almost like... Um, a big airport hub, you know, where people fly into us and then fly out to the, the target market. That's kind of, that's why we always called the operation here in the UK the World Language Hub, was because it was like the central point where people went to to get their, um, to facilitate their, their, their particular project. So, um, 
it's, it's interesting. I, I've, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm scanning through your your post right now, so that's why I'm a little bit distracted to, to see. All oh, right. It because, well, let, let, uh, let me pick, let me pick up one thing that I think is really interesting and will be interesting for, for listeners. There's a yeah. an organisation called the, the. This is quite a good example of, of what's happening. There's an organisation called the NHN uh, Corp, which owns the number one Korean search engine, Naver, N-A-V-E-R. And it, until recently, had been using the Overture system via um, Yahoo, um, which is part owned by this other this company called SoftBank. And um, as a result of the Microsoft um, Yahoo alliance, um, obviously there, there were things moving within that marketplace, and SoftBank has clearly decided they're better off to tie themselves to Google than, than Microsoft in terms of making you know, revenues, which means that clearly they're going to have to say to their partners, such as NHN Corp, that we don't, we're not going to support this Overture platform anymore and we're not going to bring Panama in. And so, you know, we need to think about uh, what you're going to do. We're going to go to Google. Do you want to follow us to Google? And NHN Corp has said, uh, no, actually, uh, we're going to use our own system called ClickChoice. Okay. So all of a sudden you have a new pay-per-click platform. Um, it's been developed for, for a little while, so perhaps they saw this coming. Um, but it's now um, uh, coming into play or has been for the last couple of months, on Neighbor. What that means is that all of a sudden we have a new player. Instead of having a search engine in Korea, which we say, yeah, that one's powered by, or that, one, that one's taking ads from uh, Yahoo, uh, we have a, a search engine that actually has its own system. So there's another you know, non-Google, non-Yahoo system available in a relatively significant marketplace in the Far East. And, and you so think I think that's an interesting development. Yeah. It is. And you, you think they stand a chance against, uh, well, the big boys, so to speak? Because usually when you just start out, well, uh, you know, when you would, yeah, I think, I think if, you, if you're just starting out and you're, I mean, I think a Nero in um, Scandinavia has its own system as well, which they kind of backfill with uh, Google when, when they don't have enough results for their own system. But in this particular case, you're not talking about a, a second place search engine that, that has, its, has brought in its own system. You're talking about the market leader. I mean, Google in Korea has what one and a half percent share. It's uh, it is tiny. Yeah. Neighbors, you know, is over sixty percent of, of of the marketplace. So it's not it's not like um, sorry, Google's seven percent, not one and a half, but it's a small share nonetheless. Um, yeah, it's so, it's the complete opposite from here, actually. Yeah, and and it it's it's the number one search engine launching its own paid search tool. So that's got to be significant. Yeah. It is. So, uh, how, how how's, what's that like if you if you go into a uh, an area where Google's not dominant? Is, does that affect the um, the way people people look at search, for example? Does it affect your SEO? Uh, well, it certainly it certainly affects your SEO um, because obviously you've got to work in a different in a different way. I mean, in China in particular, you're you're working with Baidu, um, which is a different. Um, animal to to Google. It's it has similar approaches. You know, links are important. Content has a certain degree of importance. Some people say it's a little bit behind where Google is. And um, you know, if you think of Google a few years ago, um, then that's what uh, Baidu is like now. And I think that's a probably a reasonable analogy, although it's not quite true because the, there are other issues. One of the things that um, I was debating with some some guys in in China this last week was over the fact that um, when people are, are using domain names and they go through 
a domain name that even if it's written in Chinese characters, they then have to go and find the Latin characters to do the .com. And, and for years, Chinese people have been having to use Chinese characters that they understand for the text on the pages, but then, but then in the URLs, they're going to have to use Latin characters, which is not necessarily... I mean, they use them to, to create Chinese characters, but it's not their language. Um, so one of, the th one of the consequences of that is the importance of numbers. And I've never really thought about this until this particular trip, but um, of course numbers in Chinese are the same as numbers in English. You know, it's the same set of numbers. Um, so or certainly from a search point of view, they're, they're very very well used uh, uh, numbers. And yeah. um, that's one of the reasons why Chinese websites quite often um, are numbers or like numbers is because, you know, it simplifies things. So that, that's quite an interesting insight. Yeah. So you learn everything from a new uh, country. Um, it's um, it's time for a second break. I see that the time is going really fast, and I want to get into more stuff. So uh, let's go to our second break, and then after the break, uh, let's talk a little bit more about international search and also your international search summit. So, uh, Brasco, can you take us to the commercials? State of Search returns to cover the world of search marketing after we thank our sponsors. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Well, sounds like you could use a link building report from seofox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEOfox link building report. <laughs> sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. Every affiliate marketer wants to build their own empire. Lavish trips, new cars, fancy threads. You know, be the talk of the town. That's why I found my empire with Empire Media. They work around the clock to customize my campaign. They have the connections, the clout, and the custom offers to monetize my website at every move. My website is measured and monetized to the max thanks to Empire Media. Look up EmpireMedia.com, E-M-P-Y-R-E-Media.com, and find out how fulfilling full-service affiliate marketing can be. Empire Media, reign over your competition. Rock the world with LinkedIn. Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're listening to State of Search on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are your hosts. Hello, welcome back.
welcome back to the uh, final part of the Set of Search show. Uh, we're talking to uh, Mr. Andy Atkins Kruger, Andy Atkins Kruger, sorry, uh, today, who's uh, an expert on international search, and he told us a little bit about his trip to China um, and international search stuff. Uh, um, what I'm also always, whatever it always strikes me that every time I look into international search is, is that you you can't assume anything. Yeah. It's like what you said before the break about the, the Chinese numbers and the URLs and stuff. You don't think about that before you actually look into it or go there or work with it. And I think that's yeah. something you run, 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 run into a lot in, in your business probably. Well, all, all, all the time, in fact, every day. I mean, we, we only do international search. So, um, you know, it, it's a part of our life. I mean, we, we had, a, we had a, an, an interesting um, uh, discovery recently, which is um, expanded broad match on Google, bringing in um, Arabic terms into an English website. And that's something we're looking into at the moment to see exactly what's going on there. But that's quite an interesting development as well. So um, we think that's probably due to people translating terms from Arabic on the, you know, translate this page in the results. Um, but certainly we're seeing some paid search actually sucking in terms from other languages, even though that wasn't the original targeted language. That's quite a curious um, event. But those kind of things are the sort of um, issues that we hit upon every day because there are so many things about international search that just are just that little bit different. Yeah. Roy, you, you guys, when you worked at One to Market, you had a, um, a group in uh, in Spain, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, department. Did, what, did they work differently than the Dutch did? Uh, different in what way? Uh, did, did you have no, different? No, tech? Hold, hold on Sorry? a second, Bas. The, the, the Dutch work differently to everybody else, so that's not really a fair question, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I, that's I, true. I guess that should be, but I think we, we uh, had a country-specific way of, of doing. I mean, we traded out uh, trade secrets or whatever, well, what you can call it, or just insights. Um, but we just did our own thing. Um, I, I was there just a couple of times to, to tell them how we did it, and just tell them how they had to figure out how they should be doing that in, in their country. I mean, the expectation is different um, in the Netherlands. People don't expect to get uh, huge Excel sheets with all numbers in there and, and, and graphs within a keyword review. They expect just a list of keywords. Uh, I don't know. In Spain, they got the whole full Monday with everything in there they can find on the keywords. And I think it's not even that bad to do so. But, I mean, it just depends on the country and, and the culture you're in, I think. And, and that's the most important part. You have to understand culture if you start doing SEO for, in whatever country uh, and I, I think Andy will agree on that. I really hope. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, we we uh, I think the difference between us and uh, many other people in the in the space is that um, we employ forty five odd nationalities here in the in the centre. So what we're doing every day is comparing. I mean, everybody here is comparing cultural issues all the time. I mean, that's that's what the whole business is about. Yeah, in our in our spend in, in our Dutch office we had a uh, German and one f- uh, one girl from uh, Iran, which spoke a little bit Arabic, but it wasn't that much, I think. Um, but also German, and then we had our German office, which is completely German in in uh, in Algemeine and then we had in Spain we had Italian, French people, um, Argentine people. Portuguese, 
uh, well, yeah. more nationalities in there, and they just keep talking to each other because it's all different. I mean, we at Yaludo we had a lot of different uh, portals, and well, there is a big difference between Portuguese uh, from Brazil and Portuguese from Portugal, actually. Um, and and the way the, the the people from Portugal look at Brazilian Portuguese is that it's just it's a bastard language, and they just know it. And it's not the other way around. So if you start launching portals, you have to think uh, of the way which language I'm going to use in what kind of country. Uh, yeah. One of our Spanish sites was translated by somebody in Argentina, and it wasn't Spanish. It was Argentina Spanish or Argentinian. Yes. Yeah. Well, it was, yeah. It's completely different, and it's, and it's completely different in culture as well. So, And then that's not something Google is going to help you with. I mean, Google is pretty bad at that. I mean, yeah. if you're just asking for a keyword review, it says, oh, this is Spanish, here you go. Mm-hmm. And and then you have to dive in really deep and just have to do hand well hand, hand queries all the time to get, figure out if it's actually a Spanish or a Mexican or a Argentinian word. So it's it's a lot of work, and, and I mean we we know in the Netherlands that it's it's hard for them since we're only a small country. But I mean I think we are still having a fair amount of search traffic and spend uh, some good money over at Google. So we have a little bit of. Uh, well, they like helping us out a little bit as well because it just makes money. The question from the chat room, by the way, for Andy is that somebody's interested if you are kidding or not about the Dutch working differently than anybody else. Um, well, the, part of the reason I, I, I said that was because obviously there's two Dutch people on the on this uh, <laughs> uh, show, so it was, it was a bit of a jest. Um, but we also have quite a lot of uh, Dutch people working with us in. Uh, in the World Language Hub here in in, in the UK, and um, I think that the Dutch have a very um, I, I like working with Dutch people, uh, but they they do have a very direct and straightforward way of doing things, which is an advantage. But it but it is it is a bit different to how some cult, some other cultures do it. So that 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 was all I was saying really. They're, I mean every culture is different. We need which to celebrate is, the differences. Yeah, which is absolutely true. Yeah. Uh, just, just quickly, because uh, I'm looking at the time also, um, your next international search summit, where, where is that going to be? The next one is uh, October the 6th in Seattle, which is going to be fabulous. Um, we've got some great speakers. Um, we've got one of the directors of Yandex flying over from Moscow to come and join us and talk about um, Yandex and opportunities in Russia. We've got um, Koichiro Fukusawa from Wasabi in uh, Tokyo coming to talk about uh, Japan. We've got Microsoft coming in to talk about the Hubing Search Alliance. We're talking about geolocation using IP addresses. I mean, it's 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 so good. I just can't wait to go. I'm interested in the subject myself. You know, which is where <laughs> Search Summit comes from. That's the best conference to organise one you want to be at yourself. Absolutely. Well, that's where it, that's how it came about. You know, it was there isn't one like this. I want to go to one like this. So, um, it was it was built for me. I sit there with with uh, avid interest in in what everyone's got to say. It's a learning experience for all of us. Mm, and then there's there's what there's one at the end of October, twenty eighth of October in London, um, which uh, you know covers a range of subjects similar to um, the one in Seattle. Different speakers. Slightly different subjects, bit more focus on China in the in the one in uh, uh, in London. We've got we've got a guy coming over from China, talking about the um, a site called Four Three Nine Nine, which is a gaming site, and uh, a, a gaming site for children, I might add. Um, but it's the it's the eighty seventh largest site in the world. Yeah, I, know, on, I know how on, that on, works. <laughs> on 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 visits and that and the oh. visits are only Chinese. 
They're only Just Chinese. Give you some idea. I have to yeah. kill Snyder next time. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's uh, uh, that's going to be in October, at the end of October. Um, you've got uh, yep, shows in October. You got shows in London, Seattle, um, Berlin right now. I think. Uh, the, yeah, no. The, the, for for the rest of this year, there's Seattle and and then London, and then next year, um, we're uh, partnering with um, SMX. Yeah. Uh, and so we'll we'll be alongside them running a full international search summit in New York, San Jose, uh, London, uh, Munich. Cool. Um, so yeah, quite quite a lot of um, activity going into next year for sure. Yeah. So that's be great. We are looking for great speakers for all of that as well. Okay, well, Brasco's uh, going in, th- throwing in a tune already, so I have to be quickly. Andy, thank you very much for joining us on the show. Um, thank you. Uh, we'll look forward to both International Search Summit and having you back on the show sometime. Uh, if you're listening to this on podcast format, you can also listen to us live, 8 p.m. Tuesday in Holland, which is 7 in UK, 2 p.m. East Coast, 11 a.m. West Coast. Uh, thanks again, Andy. Thank you, Roy. Good luck tonight with you. uh, your team. Yeah, and, we just... Uh, we just... Got <laughs> Snyder scored. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, see you. See you guys next week. Bye bye. 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 <laughs>